Welcome to Changing Your World with Creflo and Taffy Dollar. We believe that when people understand grace, they will be empowered to change their lives and all those with whom they come in contact. Now, listen to the life-changing gospel of grace. Well, if you have your Bibles, uh, open them up with me to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And uh, let's look at verse 15, reestablish some things about our foundation. And uh, we've been talking about the requirements of certain things in life, and we've been looking at the requirements of the old covenant and comparing it with the requirements of the new covenant. We've been comparing the requirements of the old covenant before Jesus went to the cross, and we have been comparing it with the requirements of the new covenant after Jesus went to the cross we are discovering that there is a difference in requirement before the cross versus after the cross. And we are finding that we have been almost like we've been living life as if Jesus had never gone to the cross. And he suffered too much. He, he paid too big of a price for us to continue to live as if he never went to the cross. And so now we're looking at the requirements after the cross. And we're coming to the place of understanding, wait a minute, we don't have to do the requirements of the old covenant because they are no longer valid. Now, when Jesus walked on the earth, the old covenant was valid. It was still being, it was in force at the time that he was walking on the earth. But after he shed his blood on that cross, that is when the new covenant became valid and the old covenant became invalid. And so there is a clear difference between the old covenant and the new. Not that I am not, I am not saying don't read the old covenant because the old covenant is a shadow and an image of the very things that we have available to us today. The Bible says the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning so that we through them might have hope. So nobody's saying not to read the old covenant. But what we are saying is that the requirements that were demanded in the old covenant before Jesus went to the cross are different requirements now after Jesus has gone to the cross. And for you to continue to try to meet the requirements of an invalid covenant is no different than a Jewish man trying to get a, a bull or a goat and sacrifice it to try to get his sins taken care of. That's invalid. You don't need to, to, to sacrifice a bull or a goat because the final sacrifice, Jesus, has come on that cross and shed his blood. And now, after the cross, it's way different, the requirements, versus before the cross. Does everybody understand that? So we have to make sure that we don't confuse the two, that we understand what happened before and after the cross. And we have been called to live life and to meet the requirements after Jesus died on the cross instead of trying to meet the requirements before Jesus died on the cross. If you understand that, say amen. Second Timothy chapter 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study so you can rightly divide the word of truth. Study so you can rightly divide the word of truth. Now, if you can rightly divide the word of truth, how many of you know you can wrongly divide the word of truth? 
And what we've got to ask ourselves is what are the consequences of wrongly dividing the word of truth? The Amplified Bible. The Amplified Bible uh, amplifies it more, and it, it talks about how we need to correctly analyze the word of truth. As, as we begin to analyze, go to there, 2 Timothy verse 15 says, study, the, study and be eager and do your utmost to present yourself to God, approved, tested by trial, a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing, accurately dividing, rightly handling, and skillfully teaching the word of truth. Now think about if that's in the opposite. Think about if it's not correctly analyzed. Think about if it's not rightly divided. Think about if it's not skillfully taught. What do you have? You have a group of religious people who think they understand it the right way, but they're doing it the wrong way. And what happens when you do things the wrong way? You don't get results. If you put the blender together the wrong way and you mash the button for it to work and it doesn't work, you understand what I'm saying? That was because it was incorrectly assembled. We don't want to incorrectly assemble the Word of God, spend the rest of our life trying to get something to work that was incorrectly put together and then die wondering how come prayer didn't work? How come faith didn't work? How come I didn't walk in the abundance of blessings that was promised? And then eventually, like most people have done in the United States, they have just declared the word doesn't work, God's not real, heaven's not real. They quit and now they're smoking weed on Sunday morning instead of coming to church, amen. <laughs> and now we've got to correctly divide it. God already said that there's going to come a time where those who are living it right are going to be called those who are living it wrong. And those who are teaching it right, the Bible already said they're going to call those who are teaching it right as, as though those who are teaching it wrong. Turning your neighbor and says, get on the Lord's side. Amen. So here's what we've done. We've talked about the requirements of the blessing. Everybody in church I know want to receive the blessing. Lord, how do I get blessed? Well, before the cross, you had to keep the commandments. You had to be obedient. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 through 3. If you'll keep my commandments, walk in my statutes, walk in my ways, then these blessings shall come on you and overtake you. So under the requirements of the old covenant, your obedience was required first before you could get the blessing second. Now here is the pattern of the old covenant, and here's what you need to use if you ever ask yourself, am I operating under the old covenant before Jesus went to the cross, or am I operating under the new covenant after Jesus went to the cross? Here's the key. If, 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 it, if it requires you to do something first before God can do it for you, you're operating under the old covenant before Jesus went to the cross, and that is an invalid system. I said to you last week, when you operate under the old covenant, it's like using a credit card where the account number is no longer valid. You use it, and it's continually rejected. But when you come on over here after Jesus went to the cross, you get a new credit card with a valid, with a valid account number, 
and it works and goes through all the time. So you can compare that, use that illustration to compare. Compare every time you choose to continue to want to do things, uh, uh, you know, before Jesus went to the cross. Well, so in order to get the blessings, you have to be obedient to the commandments to get the blessing. It's what you do in order to enable what God will do. That was in the, in the old covenant. Even if you did not keep the commandments, the Bible says in um, um, uh, Deuteronomy 28, 15, if, if you don't do it, then you'll be cursed. So everything under the old covenant was always based on what you do first that would determine what God could do. Now, after Jesus died on the cross, he changed the order. It was no longer what you do first. It is now what he did first. I am blessed, you are blessed, not because of our obedience to keep the commandments, because we could never perfectly keep the commandments. It was not because of our obedience to keep the commandments, but it was because of the perfect obedience of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, through the obedience of one man, Jesus Christ, through the obedience of one man, Jesus Christ, we were made righteous. You're not righteous because of your obedience to the law. You are righteous because of his perfect obedience and it is because of he, because of what he did first that now enables you to receive the blessing. Say this out loud. I am blessed because of Jesus. Galatians chapter 3, 14 and 15 lets us know that, the, the, that, that we are blessed through Jesus Christ by faith. So it is our belief in Jesus, that's the reason you're blessed. You're not blessed because of your obedience. You're not blessed because you're goody-goody. You're not blessed because you come to church perfectly every year. You're not blessed because of anything that you have done. You are blessed because of everything that Jesus has done. And after the cross, the requirement of the blessing was not you being perfectly obedient to the commandment. The requirement of the blessing was you believing in Jesus Christ and now you're blessed because of your belief in Jesus. Amen. 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 All right, now, now let's be honest. Before you heard this, or you may know some relatives or somebody, don't you know that they are right now today still working on them being obedient to get the blessing? You know somebody that's doing that? So, 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 so see what I'm saying here. This has got to be corrected in the body of Christ because we've got a large percentage of the church in the world think they're trying to get God to do something by saying, if I'll do this first, then God will do that. And Jesus died on the cross to say, no, no, no. We are not dependent on you to do something first before God can do something. I'm going to switch the order around. Jesus will do it first and now he'll enable you to get it. You got it? And so then we looked at uh, salvation. You know, uh, Jesus uh, entertained a question uh, in Matthew by a rich young ruler who said he wanted to know, Master, what do I need to do to have eternal life? And then uh, a guy who was the guard over the jail in the book of Acts asked, what do I need to do to be saved? Almost the same question, but two different answers. Jesus now is on the earth, which means the old covenant is still valid. And Jesus said to the man who asked, what do I need to do to have eternal life? He's live. God getting ready to turn some things around in your life. Sometimes direct. How many believers do I have in here right now? And always anointed. 
Creflo Dollar, streaming live from Atlanta and New York City, Saturdays at 6 p.m., Sundays at 10 a.m., and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Stay connected. No matter where you are in the world, Creflo Dollar's just a click away. Catch him live three times a week at CreflodollarMinistries.org. This concludes today's message. Thank you for supporting Creflo Dollar Ministries as we blanket the world with the gospel of grace. Ministry resources such as books, CDs, or DVDs are available by calling us at 1-866-477-7683 or by logging on to CreflodollarMinistries.org. Also, join us every Sunday morning at World Changers Church, Boston, Massachusetts for a powerful worship experience and life-changing teaching from Senior Pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar. Service is held at the Holiday Inn, located at 69 Boston Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02125, in the South Bay Shopping Center behind Best Buy. Doors open at 9.30 a.m. and service begins at 10 a.m. For more information, contact the church at 617-297-7212. We believe that when people believe right, they will begin to live right and experience success in every area of their lives.